So I was thinking we have two feasts devoted to the angels. Today's feast is the archangels, three in particular, Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel. And there's another feast, which is usually two days later, which is the guardian angels, because each one of us have that guardian angel with us always, but it falls on a Sunday, so we kind of missed that one this year. So we'll talk about both in one shot. And I really just want to review our faith. It teaches us the reality of that God created all things visible, which is obvious, and invisible. And sometimes we scratch our heads saying, like, what is that referring to? The material and the immaterial. And we do believe that actually, for what's worse, man is the center of creation and a thousand meanings of that, but we're both. We are material, body, and spirit, soul. The angels appear spirit, which means they have no body, no vocal cords, no ears. They don't do anything in a way where we would be used to. You can't see them because they have no body through which you see them. Theological, theology of the body quote about the body and only the body makes present the invisible, the spiritual. Without a body, I can't see you. And then without vocal cords, I can't hear them either through my ears. And yet they're real, and they're active, and they're present. So just a couple of numbers from the Catechism to kind of review what, throughout time, God has apparently revealed to us about things that are hard for us to grasp on our own as bodily human beings. We're a little bit limited there. The existence of the spiritual, non-bodily beings that Scripture usually calls angels is a truth of our faith that God revealed to us. The witness of Scripture is as clear as the unanimity, the unanimous voice of, of tradition passed down. As purely spiritual creatures, angels have intelligence and will. They are personal and immortal creatures, surpassing in perfection all the visible creatures. In the Old Testament, angels have been present since creation and throughout the history of salvation, announcing this salvation from afar. Some of the messages of the angels in the Old Testament referring to great things to come from afar or near, and serving the accomplishment of God's divine plan. In the very beginning, they were the ones who closed the garden after the sin of Adam and Eve. They closed paradise. They protected the nephew of Abraham, Lot, if you remember that story. They saved Hagar and her child. They held back Abraham's hand when he was going to slay Isaac. All these references in the Old Testament. And then from the incarnation to the ascension of the life of Jesus, there were constant references to the presence of the angels in the New Testament. You can think of some examples, but I was always struck at the, um, obviously, the uh, messages to St. Joseph, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, whatever. And then Jesus himself refers to, in his passion, he tells his apostles, like, they're all worried. It's like, could I not call upon my Father, and would he not send legions of angels? But then how could the will of my Father be fulfilled? And then they said the angel of, of God comforted Jesus in his agony. And lastly, the angels appeared to the women at the tomb, telling them, he's not here, he's risen. So it's this constant reference to this truth of our faith. And I think I've shared this a million times already, and I'll just share it again. I've always been struck outside of Scripture, in our own experience, that a universal fact seems to be a tendency of little children to believe in imaginary friends. And I've kind of been fascinated by that phenomenon of like this natural instinct of ours. Not that your imaginary friend is a real angel. They're imaginary, they don't exist. But the sense that you naturally have, whether you're American, South American, African, European, Chinese, 
Martian? No, I don't know about them. But anyway, that there's a sense that we're not alone. An innate sense. And I think we, we're, we're given this gift of the angels and we're invited today to thank God for the gift of the angels. To thank God for the gift of our guardian angels, the gift of the archangels. And we just simply close out with a prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.